welcome to Quantum of Misses. I'm Christopher, and this is the Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. The second part of the man with the golden gun, then. The man with the golden gun! You can't get me, you can't get me. (laughs) James Bond saved the world. Who knew? Well, or did he save the world? What did James Bond actually save? What did James Bond save? Yes. James Bond saved... Himself? Somebody other than Britain being paid off by the oil-producing nations (laughs) to not put solar energy on the market. Well done, James. What did you think? Well. Well. There was highs, there was lows. Oh, were there? Were the highs higher than the lows were low? Well, the highs were very short-lived. Oh. Um, so I mainly centred around, the highs and lows centred around Goodnight. Oh, okay. Because the first scene, when he was being all perv with her, mm-hmm. the old dresses tight in all the right places without too many buttons. For a quick and easy access. Yes. She said, I, I'm not one of your play, want to be one of your playthings. That's not my kind of thing. And I went, yes, you go, girl. <laughs> and Two that, scenes later. <laughs> I think it was the very next scene, uh, wasn't it? Was there a she, scene in the middle? I don't know. She turns up in a baby ready for it. dress. Ready for it. Going, oh, my play get hard it to get. Happened hard to get. Didn't, didn't last, last long. very long. It's like, no, it bloody didn't. He didn't even have to try and win you over. And there you were. And it's like, Roger Moore, he's old. <laughs> I mean, if it was Daniel Craig, no, I still would. Yeah, but bear in mind that this time Roger Moore was Daniel Craig. He was old in that film. He, but he was younger than Daniel Craig is now. Well, he looked too much like my dad, I don't know. Ask your mum about Roger Moore <laughs> oh. in the early 70s. He was in The Saint, he, wasn't he? Yeah. He was younger then. Mm-hmm. He was even younger than Matt in The Saint. Yeah. So, yeah. The other thing I noticed as well, I mean, Scaramanga was quite old as well. Yeah. So people, especially the men, were generally older in those films than yeah. you'd get away with today. They also had wonky teeth. Well, Scaramanga's teeth in particular. I know. And you but, never... that's, but that's a British-American thing, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I mean, the Americans all get their teeth fixed even in those days. Uh, Whereas but we tend to... I think we do in these we days. We probably do in these days, but a bit more subtly, I think. I can't believe I'm trying to make a case for subtle plastic surgery. Mm. So that was... So you notice these things when you just don't see it on telly. Mm-hmm. Um, older people and... Uh, wonky teeth. So, um, well, so we... yes, I was very disappointed. And then... And then I thought, okay, she might, you know, turn to him at the drop of a hat mm-hmm. but she is a spy she did some cool stuff mm-hmm. and then she um she had to be stupid yeah that's a bit it's a bit tricky because there are bits where she's very resourceful and she is an agent mm-hmm. and and when James Bond goes oh didn't you know that if you put a body in there the whole thing will blow oh sorry James I didn't know mm-hmm. it's just like you wouldn't have that for another agent yeah, and you know, my, oh, my bottom accidentally presses a button that nearly kills you. Sorry, mm. it's like <laughs> pathetic. You can enjoy these films, for you. <laughs> so, um, well, we go through what happened. Does that seem to do quite well in the last one that we did? Yeah, you, you say it. I can't okay, so uh, we started off with a bit of local colour in the Dancing Girls. Always nice to see a bit of local colour. Well, I did think um, 
that in these days, fewer people would have travelled. Yes. And so these were almost like tourist films for yeah. these places. Oh, definitely. They? Definitely. Um, and, and, and not just exotic places, but also him being exotic. People want to go to these places mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and be like James Bond. So yeah. yes, they like, would have... You know, Scaramanga's Island uh-huh. is now called James Bond Island. Really? That's how... Okay, it was huge for tourism in, um, in Thailand. Right. Nobody went to Thailand. It was thousands of miles away. Even though it was meant to be in China, but... Yeah, it was meant to be in China. Apparently there are islands like that in China, Mm. and that's where they wanted to go, but they realised the Chinese government would never let them film. Then they were told, oh, there's one's kind of like it in Thailand. Oh, let's have a look. Oh, perfect. We'll we'll go there. Because, yeah, in the thing, it was meant to be in China. So we we had that bit of local colour to um, show about the culture, which was when um, Goodnight... Brushed him off. Brushed him off. Uh, but then when he went to his room, there she was, ready and willing, but... Can I just say his room? Yes. Fabulous decor. Uh, a room of blue, a powder blue, the colour of the cloud, the sky. sky. Yes. No, I, I, as you can see, in the room we're sitting in, I the love Powder blue, yeah. Yeah. And then gold and stuff, yes. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you would go and stay in that hotel then? I would, yes. Right. Um, and I know what you mean about Scaramanga's bed as well. Yes. I also like the art behind Scaramanga's bed on the junk. Mm. Was I thought it was quite interesting. It was kind of blocks of colour. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, get back to the plot. Sorry. Uh, so just as Goodnight and Bond are about to get at it, because they've got nothing better to do, because there's no leads or anything, mm-hmm. what turns up but a lead in the shape of Miss Anders? Yes. Who reveals that it was not Scaramanga who sent the bullet, it was her. Well, I think there's still a question mark over whether that's actually true or not. Um... And she will offer James anything, any price, and herself. So she's he... just going to try and get away from some controlling man by offering herself to another controlling man. But maybe a slightly nicer controlling man? Is that the she's... option she's got? I think Miss Anders is a very damaged character. Well, yes. Um, but Bond says he doesn't want any of that, although you'll probably take it anyway. Mm. He wants the Solex agitator because it's all about the mission. For but he checked her anyway. Checked her anyway. Well, he's got to show Willie. Yes. And um, she will... <laughs> oh, oh, I'm James Bond and this is Willie. Yes. <laughs> um, and good night's in the cupboard. Good night's get shoved in the cupboard, yes. To spend the whole evening. Although it wasn't the whole evening. It's only until two o'clock in the morning. It's two hours. Two hours. That's good going for him. <laughs> he's going to do eight hours by the end of it. Oh, that's true. Must be like Sting with these tantric uh, rhythms. <laughs> so Miss Anders will fix a meeting, mm-hmm. which she does at the kickboxing. Uh, but when he gets there and starts talking to her, it turns out she's she is dead. dead. And who comes and sits next to him but Scaramanga, who says that I've already looked for the Solex. It's not in her purse because that's what Bond is doing. Um, I'm leaving now. Don't follow me. Don't look for me again. Forget everything. Yes, but I'm not going to try and kill you. Yeah, but, but I think Scaramanga might have thought it was a mistake. Thin plot. <laughs> but then, but now this is this is where I think there really is a thin plot because Bond does spot the Solex agitator on the floor, picks it up, passes it to Hip. You got a bit more Hip. Aye. Who passes it to Goodnight? Now wait, can I just say the things on the floor? Yeah. And Scaramanga didn't notice that when he was looking for it first time. Yeah, I thought it was a bit. And when, and when would that have gone on the floor? Because she was killed instantly uh-huh. 
So it wasn't like a struggle where she could have thrown it away. Didn't her bag collapse, though? I think the idea is that she was holding her bag. Right. She got shot, and slowly her grip obviously would have... Yeah, but okay, so when he came to the seat with a collapsed bag and half the stuff already on the Which floor... Which he said he'd done, yeah. Then he would have looked on the floor for it. Yeah, but ding, he didn't see it. Ding, it did mean we got to see James's lovely brown leather shoes and white sock combo. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they pass, pass the Solex to uh, hip, who passes it to Goodnight and also tells her about the midget assassin. So when he goes back in to help Bond... Goodnight sees Nicknack go out and, being a good spy, follows him and is going to put a bug in the boot of the car that he is driving, mm-hmm. at which point Scaramanga bundles her into the boot and shuts it and they drive off. Now, what does Scaramanga think Goodnight, who does he think she is? A replacement for... Miss Anders. Miss Anders. So he's basically just kidnapped the first... Western woman. Well, I think the fact that she she was trying to put a bug in her boot, fiddling about in his boot, made him think that she would be a spy later. or something. So, so off they go. Uh, Bond finds out that Goodnight is in the car because they, they have walkie talkies. Because they have walkie talkies, they give chase, uh, but they can't get a taxi or another vehicle. So Bond has to go into a showroom where he takes the car that is being looked at by. Sheriff J.W. Pepper. The American. The American. And off they go on a great big car chase. At which point he recognises him. And I go, how does he know him? And then we realise that he's in all the other films as well. Or some of the other films. Yeah. But you can't wait to get to those films, eh? Yeah, because he's a lovely character. He sure is, boy. (laughs) I don't think we're going to get to the end of these films. (laughs) Because of the the disappointment in my eyes. Yeah, you're okay. It's like, you know, these these are the bits that keep you going. These are the bits that could keep you going to the other bits. But what are the bits that keep you going? I don't know. So they have a big you long chase. Thank you. <laughs> they have a big long chase. At the end of which, Scaramanga's car turns into a plane! That is pretty cool. I was thinking up until that point, the cars mm-hmm. that are meant to be Uber sports cool. cars mm-hmm. weren't very cool because, you know, they're 80s. 70s. Uh, 70s. But then it turns into a plane. I thought that's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So off they fly. Eventually, they managed to shut up Q in the shut up Q scene. <laughs> shut up Q. Um, they managed to track where that is by the bug that, that Goodnight put in the boot, boot of the car. Or the one in a dress. Or the one in a dress. I, thought, I think that would have been made up. I don't know. Did they talk about the, 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 no, it, it, the it, one in our dress? No, it said the one on Goodnight. She wasn't wearing the dress. No, but she, all her clothes would have a bug in it. Why would it only be some outfits? Don't know. That's why I didn't think it was really in there. Anyway, they find they track her somehow, mm. and off goes Bond in China, into Chinese waters. Uh, but it's okay because Scaramanga tells the Red Chinese, <laughs> the weediest Red Chinese army you've ever seen, um, that uh, it's okay. It's a guest, and he won't be leaving. So Bond arrives on the island, and it turns out that Scaramanga's island is also a solar power plant. Which we then have a massive info dump of yeah. uh, information about how solar power works, uh, and who's and what. And Scaramanga's big plan is basically to sell it to the highest bidder. Um, but before he does that, he wants to create one work of art in his life, and in the scene that is endlessly riffed on by Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon in their various trips, uh, 
he challenges Bond to a duel. Which they then fight, ending up in Scaramanga's funhouse, where Bond poses as his own uh, waxwork, kills Scaramanga. Uh, in the meantime, Goodnight has pushed the attendant, well, <laughs> we'll come back to him yeah. as well, uh, into one of the reactors, uh, which is going to cause the whole thing to explode, so they have to get out as fast as they can, because Scaramanga's already blown up the plane with the otherwise totally superfluous massive gun that is part of the part of the power plant. Um, so off they escape in the um, junk, where they also dispose of Knickknack, or incarcerate Knickknack, uh, and sail off into the sunset. Hanging uh, all the way to Hong Kong. Hanging all the way to Hong Kong. So that's what's happened. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's what happens. So where are we? Uh, well, one thing I do think is pretty cool mm-hmm. is Bond a few times gets rumbled when mm-hmm. he's trying to sneak onto the island and Nicknack comes out with champagne. Though mm-hmm. so poor Nicknack, he got champagne all over him. Um, and various other times and he's just he just plays it cool bond yes and then mm-hmm. when um scaramanga puts his gun together at the dining table and points at him mm-hmm. he doesn't flinch he's like this is cool i'll figure a way out of this yeah we're fine so um i, I do like that bond coolness of oh, that. Yeah. he keeps his head mm-hmm. um i would also say A different angle to it was a different time. Uh-huh. We spoke about this at the time. Mm-hmm. So when the um, the solar panels were coming out the top of the island, oh yes, in part of the info dump, mm-hmm. the um, the projection of model onto photograph <laughs> yeah. was so bad that you could actually see the lines of print across the <laughs> sky. Um, from the fact it wasn't real sky. I've never really been so taken aback with something as bad as that. Yeah, I mean, this is is because we're now watching something that, you know, you were only really supposed to see once in the cinema, uh, which when you'd be caught up in the action and maybe wouldn't notice. Except when, at the end, the solar panels came out of the... Oh, when when Goodnight did it accidentally... It was a much better shot. It looked like it was all as a model of the, the the volcanic plug island with the the um panels coming out of it. And it was a much better shot and looked far mm-hmm. better. It's like you could just use that one again or mm-hmm. kept filming that. Yeah, that was disappointing. Um but again that's us looking at something that at the time they would never have thought folk would be able to, you know, pause and rewind and all well, that. We didn't do well, that, look at looking at things in whatever it is, four K on their own TVs for goodness sake. Um, it would have been that'll do. Nobody will notice in the cinema. They'll all be caught up in Bond. Mm. Um, so, so yes, that's that. Another different time. And uh, the attendant. Well, before we do the attendant, can we do the the corkscrew car jump over the river? Well, I remember that scene. So, yeah, I was like, well, this is the you know when he's oh just, you remembered it yeah. So uh-huh. when when we drove onto the thing and he saw the other car there, I was like, oh, this is the place where he jumps and does the thing yeah. over to the other car. Yeah. What did you think of the Swanee whistle over the... As the car went through the corkscrew, it went... Did you it was a, that? No, it, it was a bit... Um, slapstick. Yeah. I didn't like... I think it would have been better without it. Mm-hmm. I think, it, yeah, I think it should have just been 
the Golden Gun music or something, yeah. you know. When you see photographs of the car, or can still images of the car halfway across, upside down, you realise like that is okay, that was an amazing stunt that mm. they did there. Um, to be able to to do that, and the the whistle does kind of take away from it. Although even John Barry, the composer, <laughs> later latterly said it was a mistake to do that. I should have left it with nothing, or with you know some sort of other music mm. on it. So okay, um, that was got through jump. Uh, the other oh, thing before we get to the um attendant was Bond's blazer when he got onto the island. That wasn't good, with the red, the large red checks on it. Well, I I was more taken by Scaramanga's suit of blue or powder blue. <laughs> I like Scaramanga. Very well pressed. I like Scaramanga. Well, it was also two different shades of blue. Oh, was it? The trousers are slightly different from oh, the top. Oh, dear. Oh, well. Never mind. <laughs> there we go. very 70s. It's wonderful. Uh, ah, oh, yes. Scaramanga's Leah. Very 70s. I thought you missed that I missed the first it. time. I, well, I did, I, now I think about it, I do remember it, but... Oh. Great. When they were having the dinner, yeah. the chairs, which were high-backed, but like with velour or something all yeah, over yeah. the top. But even the the junk, well, the junk's different, but it, mm. it had like velour up the walls and yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> oh, how luxurious. Um, but the, 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 the glass-topped dining table and the, me- the metal goblet. Oh, the metal goblet. Oh, the metal goblet. <laughs> If we ever see something like that in a charity shop, oh, I've I've seen I've seen before and, and be gone, tempted. Like, like, like get we, that good shine though. But like we need that kind of stuff. But the thing is, like, I wouldn't. Okay, you know what I'm like eating. You know when like if a if a fork goes against the side of a. Oh yes, you're rubbish with metal. If a fork goes against the side of a, like a takeaway metal tin or like a can or something, I can taste it on the fork for ages. So I can't imagine that drinking wine out of a metal goblet would be something I would enjoy. <laughs> But there we go. Okay, very good. Uh, that's fine. Um, yes, the attendant. I think the attendant's name was Kral. Um So just to explain the scene that we're mm-hmm. upset about, um, Goodnight was listening for some reason, not watching the duel on the tannoy. And um, while she was standing there in her bikini the uh, attendant who was sitting at the control panel was literally just leering at her to the point that she was feeling so uncomfortable. Even she, in 1974? I, she <laughs> was trying to cover herself, even though she couldn't. And then he basically just went up to her and said, I'll have you. Didn't say anything, heaven, yeah. but yeah, just mind, I'll have you. And she was standing there, obviously distressed, mm-hmm. thinking there's nothing she can do about it. Stakes were high. And it just, the whole scene was horrible. And then... He wasn't meant to be a nice character. I know, but... It, uh, yeah. But um, but then something went beep, so she he had to take her with him to go and fix it, and then she killed him. Smacked him over the head with a spanner and threw him into the... Yeah. Uh, coolant, the coolant. Yeah, but I didn't... I, I was very uncomfortable about the whole thing. So I know he wasn't meant to be a good yeah, man. Yeah, I think it, you know it was meant to be. It was meant to be as horrible as you found it. I know, I know. But I think it was out of place in a. Well, this is where family action. Film. I thought, I, yeah. Um, and I know that these guys are assassins and they're killing people left, right, and centre, and that is also bad. But I, I'm more uncomfortable with that. You're more uncomfortable with stuff that's closer to home. 
No, it's just it's it's um it's abuse rather than violence. Violence, yeah. Is it something that perhaps is more copyable by the audience yes. than shooting people? Yes. Because you haven't necessarily got access to guns. Well, not just because I haven't got access to guns. I think it's it it's probably more of a leap to mm-hmm. think, oh, well, I'm going to start killing people because I've seen it in a movie. Yeah. Then I'm going to start doing that because it's cool. And Realistic abuse compared to more fantastical yes. violence. Yes, exactly. Okay, but where about how do you tell where does the line mm. set? You know, it's difficult, isn't it? I quite like the the point that when Bond Bond goes down to try and um get the Solex agitator. Oh yes. Goodnight switches on the machine, which means that this very, very uh hot beam comes down. Mm-hmm. Bond tries to get her to switch it off. And they think she has switched it off, but really it was just a cloud going yeah. across the sun. Uh, I thought that was quite a clever bit because they're like, "Oh, everything's fine." And then when it got back on the other side, it's like, "Oh, we're back." You didn't it was the most tense shot of su- uh, mm-hmm. black sun behind a cloud mm-hmm. you ever see. So then off we went to the, well, the junk. No, things are blowing up in oh, the yes. in the place, mm-hmm. so everything's like going fire and all that. But, but you know, the electric door's still open. <laughs> That's from a different uh, no fuse source. has been blown. <laughs> How quickly do you think basically all power would be lost as a sort of safety measure, if nothing else? Well, exactly. A fuse would go <laughs> before anything more blows up. So, yes, uh, I thought I did think that at the time. <laughs> uh, yes, so then at the end, after they've had the fight with Knickknack, which involves an awful lot of broken glass. Knickknack's a dirty perv. Yeah, well, <laughs> I I had a memory that, that, that you know how when Knickknack was looking in the... Um, Funhouse is like a little slit yeah. that he looks out of. I had a memory that at the end he opens a slit to look into the bedroom, yeah. which at this point was making me think, oh, that means he's like watching Scaramanga all the time, <laughs> the little bears. But I think it was just he was lifting up the ceiling. <laughs> to get in, yeah. To get in, yeah. But uh, yes, broken glass everywhere, which Goodnight seems to clean up very quickly. Yeah, and there's still been broken glass all over the floor when they were all wandering about barefoot in it. Um, uh, it's very efficient. She was incredibly efficient. Um, but even more than that, and this is the point where if this was a modern film, there'd be another hour of this, because how does M have the telephone number of Scaramanga's phone beside his bed? Now, in a modern film, that would be a sort of switcheroo, the goodies are the baddies are the baddies are the goodies kind of thing. Oh, Let's no, have no. another hour of plot. But it just kind of gets skated over. No, I think it's just... They, well, they knew a lot about Scaramanga, so it's just something they knew. Just look up Scaramanga F bar <laughs> in the Chinese telephone directory. <laughs> How many Scaramangas are there? It can't be that many. <laughs> All right, then. So... So, uh, what did you think of this film? I still love it. You never but forget you, your first time. Oh, is this your first... Oh, of course, yeah. you do. But... Do you love all of them anyway? Would you love in? No, there's ones I don't like so much. Okay, so this is it's just up there. It's not maybe a favourite. Oh no, I, I, and I can see that it, it can. It's not a very highly regarded one, I have to say, generally, and I can see why that is. But. I, I, and did you love it the first time you watched it? Oh yeah. Oh. But oh, your, amazing. Your dad loved it, so probably hyped it up for you a bit. Yeah, and I mean, we've we'll probably even said, even more than, than, you know, 
Yeah, he would even say it's Roger Moore, he's rubbish. Sean Connery is the real James Bond. Yeah. Um, and it's nothing like the book and blah blah blah. Uh, but even with all that, oh come on! It had a, it had knick knack. That's amazing for a ten year old boy. It had I think what's interesting is it had both Scaramanga and Bond are both kind of like pretty suave yeah. and sophisticated, you know, characters. Um, it had, I, mean, I was only 10 so I'm not sure quite how much I was interested in the women but mm. it had nice looking women in it too it had it had exotic and, and mm-hmm. sex appeal but not in a sexy way but you know like yeah. that sort of funny bits like I say I like J.W. Pepper ah. I sure, especially when Bond say, he says you're not going to try this with the thing in Bond I sure am boy uh, oh see oh it's great has the shut up cues scene and um so you loved it then? Mm-hmm. Did you go to school and talk about it? Yep. And had everyone else seen it as well? Yeah, it's one of these things, that, again, in the days of four channels, if your parents weren't watching Gandhi, I didn't think many folk were watching any operas. So, yeah, of course you watched James Bond last night. Amazing. And that, that's what you used to get more of than I bet you get these days. Oh, yeah. Folk don't watch folk things live, mm-hmm. so it's not like the whole class would have seen the same thing. I mean, no. maybe a hit series, people won't wait to watch it in their own convenience and, and the people will say, did you see Game of Thrones last night or whatever? Mm-hmm. But generally, it's, it's it's a lost era to the fact that everyone at school is talking about the thing. Yeah. And which put pressure on you to see the thing. Yeah. Because... And the other thing, bear in mind, I mean, we had a video then, but we hadn't had a video for very long. Lots of folk didn't have videos then. Yeah, but I think because it was more common that everyone watched it live, even if you could video it, you didn't want to because then you miss out on the chat. Is like a catch, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a cause mm-hmm. and effect. So, um, and also, I think the TV companies had um, got to the point where that was what you did in the evening of a bank holiday. Mm. You watched the telly because they put a good film on. Yes, and almost you watched the Bond because that's what they did. It was Bond. We certainly did. Yeah, because if you didn't have you can, videos, were still video cassettes were still quite expensive at that mm. time. Um, well, they never really go unexpensive really but because it's quite expensive so the chances were that you know if you think somebody like my father was a big fan of Bond he probably only saw The Man with the Golden Gun in the cinema once when it was on TV another maybe couple of times before this one hmm. so okay, even if he didn't even if he hadn't rated it very highly it's like still Bond yeah so did you change your mind about any other characters in this, or acting or anything like that in the second part of this film did anybody get worse get better well good night got better than worse again so uh, um not really okay are you looking forward to seeing roger moore as james bond again yes you liked so you liked his bond. oh no sorry i thought you mentioned connery um <laughs> no i said i know you said roger moore but i thought you mentioned connery i thought you were gonna say you're looking forward to seeing another bond okay um uh, yes yeah uh i don't know roger moore is the bond of my youth Mm-hmm. So I think I, I will always watch him with fondness, mm-hmm. if for that reason alone. Um, but no, I don't really get him. But I think I still think he's better than, like, who's was the one that came after him for only a couple of films? Timothy Dalton. Yeah. It could be my mission to, to uh, sell you on Timothy Dalton. Yeah, I think I, I even remember at the time of watching... I was probably a bit old for it, I don't know, but thinking he's not very good as a Bond. 
Well, you might, perhaps when you Do you like Timothy Dalton? Yes, I think Timothy Dalton is exceptional. Oh, right, okay. I, on, I, I would, I could almost construct an argument for saying he's the best. <gasps> Better than Sean? Shishon? I don't know. I don't know. I like them all, you see. Yeah, so, I know. I know. It's anyway. Tough. It's tough. So, shall we then? Or do I roll the dice? The, uh, Play the scheduling, play the, the ITV schedulers, and I will, ha- I'm handing to you two dice, because this is the random way, now you might have to roll more than once, depending on what you, uh, what number you roll, because not every number has a film, it's actually, it's the two dice, so you have to say it's a two and a four, or whatever, you know, it's not like six, it's not the uh, number, don't it's add the, them up, don't add them up, just tell me what's on the dice, yeah, go, da 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 da, a six and a three, do you mean a three and a six? A three and a six. Oh! Is that chosen one? Let's watch the trailer. Yesterday is a memory. Today is history. Tomorrow is in the hands of one man. Bond. You know the rest. So, the end of the man with the golden gun. The man with the golden gun. But James Bond will return in... Tomorrow Never Dies. Are you excited? I'm a little bit. Ah, good trailer that, wasn't it? Well, kind of. Didn't actually tell you anything about it. That's what we're good about it. It had, had, you know, him getting the girl, having explosions, flying out of them, saving the day. He's quite cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. I think I might like him as a Bond. This was... I remember... I, went, I saw that, that trailer. This, by the way, for everybody who knows the trailers, this is the one where he comes on and says, Bond, you know the rest. I saw that trailer before The Full Monty. And it was a full cinema in, a, in Edinburgh. And the first week we were at university... Oh, when we met, darling. Yeah, an absolutely packed cinema... And the cinema just went mad for that. And it is so cool. Did it just... Bond. Was there, like, applause and that? You know the rest. Yeah. It was, like, Friday night at, like, no. half past eleven or something. There'd been um, some drinking. Did so, you take yeah. the curry in? No. That was a different, that was a different film. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tomorrow Never Dies, then. Yes. What do you... Do you remember... Have you seen it before? Do you I remember, remember it? it getting bad reviews at the time. Uh, is yeah. that right? They never really get bad reviews. They normally get bad reviews a couple of weeks later. Uh, but yes. It, and again, not a popular, not a massively, not no. high up the, the ratings. I would um, it looks very 90s. Yes. Even the fonts and the <laughs> gun. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Everything looks very 90s. So um, that's fabulous. Um yeah, I'm. I don't recall much about the story. Remember it being a bit snowy. Is that right? Well, there was a bit of snow in that one. No. Um, but no, I don't really recall much about it. Okay. Well, I think, I think the Bond girl's quite good as well, isn't she? Well, you'll see when you see okay. it. So, um, in that case, 
all we'll say is uh, join us next time when uh, there'll be uh, plenty of me and a quantum of misses. Bye! Bye!